What's your name and what's your game? Uh, my name is Matt Dudgeon, and we make uh, a game called Death Stare. What's Death Stare? Death Stare is a competitive stair climbing game for up to four people. Um, out of your team, who has had the worst tumble down a flight of stairs or um, any amount of stairs? <laughs> Uh, the game was based off of, uh, loosely based off one of our programmers uh, slipping and falling down the stairs. How did you slip? We have carpeted stairs and we have two cats and they throw themselves around that area and he kind of tripped over one of the cats and just, that was it. Was there any like injuries from the stair fall? Not, not overly, I mean more emotionally than anything else, but that's... Maybe a little rug burn. Yeah, 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 carpet burn probably... Wouldn't have been good, but the emotional damage was unrecoverable. So what's it like making such a, per a game based on a personal experience and kind of putting it out there in the world? Um, look, it, it, we, we got very close to it. Uh, it was a lot of live testing, a lot of kind of realistic uh, experiences that, that led to it. But, uh, but I mean, we, we all take pleasure in pushing Elliot down the stairs. So I suppose it, it, it was fun. All the way through. That's fine. So has it always been like a four-player game? Yeah, it's well, actually, no. No, that's that's true. It started as a two-player game. It was just 1v1. Um, we got it to a point where we were like, this is fun. What if you could actually play it with more people? And, and, and that was it. And we added two more players. We're thinking about eight-player at some point, but that's going to get chaotic. Yeah, so it's, it's most of the time, I guess, it's one versus three? Yeah, absolutely. 3v1's the, the ideal way to play the game. Um, it's chaotic. It's crazy. One v one is is good, but yeah, there's more yelling, which means which means more fun. And uh, so, it, is there like any unique challenges of like playtesting an asymmetrical multiplayer game that you guys experienced, and like what have you learned from that? Uh, asymmetrical multiplayer is extremely frustrating because you can't. It's a lot harder to switch it up, especially when you've got two different types of gameplay. It's not 3v1 where, where both parties are doing the same thing. Three people are, are basically running a platformer and one person is playing a like a, a very stylized first-person shooter. So it, it became quite difficult to, to test in the team, cycling through all the members and, and kind of balancing it for all kinds of different demographics, two-player, three-player and four-player, and then having uh, different gunners who aren't good at first-person shooters, runners who aren't good at platforming games. Uh, yeah, look, it was a challenge, but I think we ended up getting a lot of community testing done, which is where we, we found the most success. Okay, how, where'd you kind of do your community testing through? Uh, through the, the trade shows and stuff, we built a bit of a following through Twitter, and, and we had sign-ups to the beta at PAX East. We got about 400, 500 people uh, interested. About 250 of them took part in a two-week testing experience we set up a whole heap of analytics and went crazy with it uh, that means it's on inverted um, so uh, we set up we set up uh, analytics all through the game like everything from like how many shots you fired to what axis you fired them these crazy variables uh, and just told people to play it we gave them all a free copy of the game that would last two weeks and we just said play it as much as you want do whatever play it online play it offline and then at the end of that two weeks, we just studied that data to kind of work out where we weren't balanced right, where we needed more ammo, where we didn't need more ammo, what we needed to change. So how do you, like, because they're two kind of separate play experiences, like, how do you how do you kind of devote development time to the different the different modes? Like, how, are you, how do you kind of keep them at, or, or even do you want to keep it as a, at a, at a particular, like, even playing field? Not necessarily. I think we, the, the best thing about it was at the end of the day, being the guy in the cannon was never about winning the game. 
uh, it was about it was it was about causing as much grief as you could to the other three, and then the other three, at the end of the day, all we had to do was make it as challenging as possible while still being winnable, uh, because at the end of every mode you can trade places, which means that suddenly you get to be the gunner causing all the grief, and you kind of feel better about the fact that, as a runner, you're almost born to lose, but then as the gunner, you get the the opportunity to kind of face reality and, and cause someone else that that same uh, emotional damage. Okay, and you, uh, you, you've you shown at PAX South, PAX East, PAX Prime, yeah, we PAX did, Australia as well? We did PAX Oz, that was our first one with this game uh, at the end of last year. So what uh, what what have you kind of learned from showing us so many PAXs so soon, uh, close to each other? Close to each other, we showed the same build at PAX Oz and PAX South um, uh, because we didn't have content that was at a stage where we were ready to show it off yet. And we found that, I mean, People love it. What we what we like about this game, especially in a four-player environment, is that it, it works for trade shows. People want to be loud. They want to engage with their friends in an experience that they can share. So, we we I think we built our biggest following out of the trade shows. Honestly, we got we got exposure through press and all this other stuff, whatever. But uh, but the the trade shows is really where we embrace, and, and we have a lot of fun showing it off. Uh, every time we come. And I imagine like a lot of your press comes from trade shows, right? Definitely. And YouTubers and I mean that's that's just the other thing is is the content creators love it too because it's silly, it's it's ridiculous and, and it's people, real dumb. People it's real dumb, but <laughs> people like hearing other people get frustrated at really dumb things. So like if uh, for that we met a lot of um we met a lot of content creators and influencers who have helped us out uh, in our launch. Uh, so what do you think that about the content creators, some of them I mean, unless they're going stealth, have their own badge now. It's not press. It says content creator. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do, do you think that's, like, a good, like... I think so. I think it allows you to differentiate who's media to the sense that they might do an interview with you and post it on their, their blog or their website. Yeah, or podcast. And, or podcast. Or, yeah, there you go, exactly. <laughs> or, or any other kind of avenue where you get to engage in almost one-way media to some extent. Um, but for a content creator, I think that's where we're looking at, at how can we integrate it with the community, how can we look at, at video opportunities and, and opportunities to, to play the game in, in weird and wonderful ways that show it off differently. So I guess it just it allows me to approach each conversation in a unique way. So you're on the sixth floor of PAX Prime 2016. How are you finding it? I love it. Um, I think PAX, PAX East has the best layout because it's just one big crazy hall. But um, what I like about the sixth floor is it's not quite so triple A. There's, yeah. there's, you know, people go to the fourth floor because they want to see the big stuff. A lot of them come to the sixth floor to see the other stuff, the indies, the the weird stuff. So we're getting a lot. I mean, that community vibe. A lot of a lot of a lot of kids and a lot of people who are looking for something weird yeah. to play. They don't want to go and play the new Halo. They want to come and play something strange. And, and also, and, you guys have like the ability to play 16 people at your well, exactly. tiny booth. We're, we're running. We're so. running four machines because we wanted to get cozy and, and yeah, silly. So you're, you're really open for people who want to just play something weird. Yeah, exactly you're right. Gonna have a we're going to have a controller free for them pretty much at all times. Um, so there's like a group of, where are you guys all from? Australia. Yeah, there's a group of Australians that kind of formed like a big booth. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Were you guys like strategically staying as far away from them as possible to not be blanketed in with the other? No, no I, I like the guys over there. Um, I'm, I'm good friends with a couple of the developers, but um, we made the decision to come to this show very last minute. So they organized that, they had the perfect amount of space, they'd done all of that, and then I emailed Guy, uh, who's running that stuff. I was like, hey, so Australians are prime, and he was like, yeah, it's full. 
And I was like, we'll, we'll go our own way. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we grabbed a booth close to them, yeah. close enough that it wouldn't matter. But I, I think... I think that that's an extremely valuable opportunity, but there are people everywhere. At the end of the day, having a booth at Prime, whether yeah. it's in the back corner or front and center, we're gonna get yeah, more than gonna, enough people gonna, coming Yeah, you're through. gonna get a bunch of people coming yeah. through. Like we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna feel the positivity coming out of it. And, and if nothing else, it's really good for balance testing because we can see face-to-face a bunch of two-player, three-player, four-player matches on different modes, all going at once, and we can hear how people are reacting. It's different to watching numbers. It's really like in your face. This is, these are the things that people like and these are the things that people do not like. And I also imagine if you play with them as the ball thrower or something like that, you can even test like in Correct. your own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we found this, there's quite, a, quite a, a, a separation between someone who's played it pretty non-stop for 12 months and someone who's picking it up for the first time. And so I think we, we really like getting in like that and finding ways that we can create it so that even a new player doesn't just lose immediately to a veteran, but there's only so much you can do in those situations. And I mean, it's not fucking esports. No, God, no, absolutely not. It could be one day. No, maybe. No. I mean, who it's, knows? It's it's Video not. Video games are yeah. you never know. Exactly right. It's not an esport, and it was never designed for that. I mean, it was designed to be what it is. And I think what what we're so proud of is we don't we're not pretending to be something we're not. We are a silly four-player competitive party game that is a. A terribly dumb concept uh, that is terribly. I wouldn't say it's a dumb. I wouldn't say it's a dumb silly, concept. Silly, no. It's executed Probably, in many. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's very colourful. It's very silly. It's very. It's got very, very kind of yeah, silly music. I don't know. It's it's exactly what it comes across as. And the name of that game again? Death Stare. And how do you spell that? Uh, death and stare is like the objects that you climb up, uh, as opposed to staring at you right now. Um, so thanks for being on the question bus. Anytime, thank you. And uh, is there anything else you want to plug? Uh, no, we're on. Uh, well, yes, of course, the game. Uh, we're on Steam at the moment. Uh, Eleven ninety nine. Uh, you can join our community Discord. It's all there on that. Uh, head to our website, funsponge.gg. Uh, and um, so it was like funsponge.com taken. No, no, funsponge.gg. Good game. GG is always what people write at the end of those eSport matches when they're pissed off because it, it ended terribly, that kind of thing. GG, we just like the... We end. So we, you, like, voluntarily didn't get funsponge.com? We own funsponge.com as Oh, well. you're on them both. Fun redirect? But funsponge.gg is the, the, the primary. Yeah. How'd you get funsponge? I feel like that should be right? some sort of, like, sex toy See, or something. that's what we thought as well, but, I mean, it's not. It's, it's the name of our game studio now, so go figure. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um... So you don't have any social medias? Uh, we've got Twitter, Fun Sponge Games. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Fun Sponge Games. Um, but it's all from the website. If you go to deathstare.com uh, or funsponge.gg, you'll find all the details there. And do you have a personal Twitter? I do. It's spongy underscore Matt. <laughs>